Welcome to the Welcome Home Podcast, Episode 2. Q, man, here we are. Episode 2, Man, baby. I'm excited. Episode 2. I'm excited, man. The, the love we've gotten from everyone is amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. In our very first episode, episode one, when I tell you the support is insane, it is insane. Currently, we are sitting at 222 downloads, and it has only been two days. That is mind-blowing. That has been incredible. Bro, the Twitter account is at 200 followers. Like This is insane, okay? For a first time, a first episode for two In- days... To have Same. over 200 de- uh, downloads, bro, thank, thank you, you. All. thank you everybody for the support. I mean, we are over yeah. the moon. Grateful, okay? just and super grateful with this, for you guys. Oh. We're super grateful for y'all. Absolutely. Super grateful for the support, for yes, the sir. feedback, for all those things. We are extremely grateful. Absolutely. Yeah, no. And look, and seeing this, like this amount of support this early, it just makes us want to not only make the best content possible but to bring it every single episode i All mean of them. look bro the other day i just got a brand new guest lined up that will be at the senior yeah, bowl that's okay. i have somebody that will be at the senior bowl so be on the lookout for that when the senior uh, bowl is happening i have somebody there that will be checking out our players so, I'm looking forward to that, man. I I'm mean, looking forward to that, the breakdown bro, of how they're doing, because we have a couple people mm-hmm. that's going to be at the Senior Bowl, and they're going to be putting on some some really good displays, and they're still going to wear that garden in black mm-hmm. for, you know, for another game. That's huge. Absolutely. All right. So let me give a little rundown about what this episode is about. First, we have the Michael Smith commitment. We are going to break down what kind of player he is. We are going to talk a little a bit about the portal uh, South Carolina is kind of doing there and what they uh, get from it. He has a little, he has a little tidbit about Darius rush that we will be uh, getting into. Really looking right? forward to that. Really looking forward to that. Absolutely. And we have our very first episode name segment. It is going to be called around the horseshoe. What is that? Glad that you asked. Okay. Thank you very much. It is where we just kind of give you updates that are going on around South Carolina athletics. Okay. That will be at the very, very end. There are a few things that are kind of happening. So be on the lookout for that when we get to the end of the episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All righty. So the very first thing that we are going to be talking about, Q, is the Michael Smith commitment. Big time. Big time out of Savannah. Absolutely huge. Savannah. Absolutely huge, man. For the people that do not know who Michael Smith is, you are going to know who he is very, very mm-hmm. soon. Okay. He is a 2024 tight end. He is rated in the top 150 players in the entire 2024 class. This guy is a fantastic receiving yes, threat. Sir. Yes, sir. Like, I mean, like when, when you look at how the tight end position has become such a huge, huge need on teams. That's where the mismatch is. You can have a great receiver, a great quarterback, offensive line is doing what they need to do. But, man, when you have a a tight end that can stretch the field the way that Mr. Smith can stretch the field, oh, that's game-changing. That's huge, man. That's huge. Like Q said, this guy is a field stretcher, okay? So this is the kind of player that 
you can put out wide you can put them in the slot you can bring them in and have them mismatch against linebackers safeties and corners he has a mismatch problem across the field with his speed and his athleticism and his size there aren't going to be many players in college football that are going to be able to keep up with him that's correct and so just a little breakdown of it that i want everyone to understand and know when it comes to him uh, michael smith Biggest thing he wants to do is he wants to become a way better inline blocker because that is going to propel mm-hmm. him to stretch the field as well. A lot of times people have started going to the when I'm using my tight end, I want them to believe not just when he's on the field that we're using him to throw him the ball, but that he's really good in the run game as well. And Michael Smith has the size to to get to that point. He's got the he's got the size and the ability to literally be an inline blocker and still have the speed he will have to stretch the field and have those mismatches that we're looking for. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to seeing that because he still has another year in high school. And now that he's put this behind him, he's already told you I'm going to work. I'm going to work to get myself right so I can be ready to contribute when we get on, when I get to the college ranks. And I'm looking forward to seeing that, man. I'm looking forward to seeing that. He is the top tight end that we have had committed at the University of South Carolina. The top. Mm. The top mm. tight end that we've ever had committed at the University of South Carolina. And we've had greats come through. Mm. No, no, no doubt about it. We've had some great tight ends. The Wesley Saunders. The Hayden Hurst. Justice Cunningham. We've had great ones come through. Buster Anderson. Which, honestly, that's the kind of mold he is. Is a Buster Anderson. Mismatch kind of mold. So we have a Mm. lot of great, we have a lot, a lot of talent coming in. Please don't bat an eye. This kid is one of them. This kid's one of them. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I mean, look, I mean, Q's not wrong. As it stands, I am currently scrolling through 247 all-time commits that South Carolina has signed. Michael Smith is legitimately the highest rated tight end that South Carolina has ever had committed, ever, okay? And not only that, but I am scrolling through, and guess what else? In this 2024 class, Cam Pringle is the top offensive lineman that that South Carolina has ever had committed. Look at that. Look what Beamer has just done. And that's just this class. That is starting out this class. So this class has three commits, and Beamer has... Mm -hmm. Two guys, top ever, to be committed to the school. He has the number one offensive tackle in the country in Camp Ringo that we talked about on last episode. So if you missed episode one, please go and listen to that one. It was an absolute fantastic conversation, and we talk about Camp Ringo, okay? And then he has Michael Smith, the number one tight end that this university has ever had committed. And then... Hey, he is our favorite recruiter, okay? Yes. Dante Reno. 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 He is a four-star quarterback. And, I mean, I think his rating's a little low. I mean, they have him at at 271 in the country. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But there are not 270 
better football players than Dante Arena, especially not 19 quarterbacks better, better than Dante Arena. No. He's at number 20. No. At 20. No. And, 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 and look at the stats that Dante has put together in this last year. Like, I, I think you guys have got to go to the tape. You've got to go to the tape and look at where his passes are. Dante has put his passes on a rope this past year because he really wanted to work on that. I'm telling you, Dante is no one to play with, man. This kid's going to be special. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know if y'all have been seeing some things online, but just to give you a little portal update, just a little portal update, okay? Uh, Trajan uh, Jeffcoat, he is still a possibility. He is committed to Arkansas. He has not signed. Mm. He is committed, okay? Mm. So when... Tell the so people again, Sin. Look, I don't know. Tell absolutely. the people again. Tell them again. I think they didn't hear you the first time, bro. Tell them again. Hey, bro. Look, Jeffco is committed to Arkansas. He is not enrolled. He has not signed. None of that. He is committed. So there is still a possibility. Okay. So when, look, when Jeffco announced that he is committed to Arkansas, he was already past their enroll date. Okay. So that pushes him. That pushes the possibility of him being enrolled all the way over to the summer. He can't enroll in t- until the summer. So this, so this a uh, Jeffcoat mm-hmm. situation. This, this a uh, this a uh, Jeffcoat story. It is long but over. Long, long but, but over. over. And the thing okay. is, and the thing is, his coaches are fighting for him, man. That's all. There's not much I can say to it, but I do know one thing: those coaches are fighting for him. Because they want him here. Mm-hmm. He is a Irmo native. He is an 803 kid, and we want him home. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I know. So this is definitely not the end of the Jeff Coat saga. Indeed. Not at all. All right. And look, man, I don't know about you, bro, but that is not the only kind of portal update that we have. What we got from the portal was a wide receiver from Memphis named Eddie Lewis. Eddie. Eddie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Q, what kind of player are we getting in Eddie Lewis? I can't lie to you, Sid. I know a lot of people are going to question this, but I'm thinking Ace Sanders, bro. (laughs) I'm thinking Ace. Oh, my God. A guy that can do kick return, punt return, all those different things. Dang, hey, like Ace can. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. For the mm-hmm. people, Ace Sanders was different. That's my guy. I love Ace. But Eddie Lewis is bringing those kind of tools to the game. He's fast. He's quick on his feet. Mm-hmm. He can take the top off a of defense. 70% of his catches are in the slot. And so bringing in a slot receiver to, comp- to compliment Juice and Xavier... Man, that's that's gonna be something good, man. That's gonna be something good. So, A. Sanders, man, A. Sanders. Like you said, I don't know if he can be A. Sanders, but anything sure. close to A. Sanders is an absolute dynamite. Okay, indeed. Anything close to A. Sanders is exactly what this what this football team needs. Okay, we have our our star studded wide receiver juice wells okay we have him we have a rising star in xavier leggett who Mm -hmm. is a big body wide receiver okay now what don't we have we don't have that one guy that can take the top off of a defense at any second 
and that is Eddie Lewis. Okay, indeed. Look, man, what he did at Memphis was insane. Just listen to these yards per catch. Okay, so during his junior and his senior year, okay, his junior year, he averaged fifteen point nine yards per catch. In his senior year, fourteen point six yards per catch. Okay, oh my so he's averaging roughly. 15 yards every single time he catches a, a football in the past two years. So what you're telling me mm-hmm. is every time this man touches the ball, yep, he gets a first down and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So anytime the ball is in his hands, we are pretty much moving the sticks and about to move the sticks again. Pretty much. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, man. Look, you don't hit those kind of numbers, those kind of yards per catch without being extremely explosive. Agree. Okay? Extremely explosive. And look, he is to be our slot wide receiver, okay? Because that is what he is. I'm not saying that he is going to have a thousand yards and, and 10 touchdowns. I don't expect that. Not with the mm-hmm. receiving threats that we have that are coming back or that are coming in like a juice Wells and Xavier Leggett, a Dakarian joiner, a Trey Knox. That sounds about right for me. About 500, 550 yards in receiving yards. I would say about the same in about punting yards. Somewhere along those lines. If we can get those kind of productions from him, that would be a solid year for him. We are talking about uh, guys that are coming in. I mean, you told me earlier today that you had a little tidbit about a player that is leaving the program. I do. I do, man. Let's talk a little bit about Darius Rush, a guy who was not highly ranked out of high school, vastly underrated in my opinion. I thought so when he first was signed. Darius Rush, also one of my frat brothers, shout out to Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. He is one of those student athletes that really embodies student and athlete. Not only was he very productive on the field, second uh, corner for us, shutdown corner. We had literally two to three shutdown corners. Go back to the Tennessee tape, and that'll tell you everything you need to know about that. But he excelled in the classroom. He was an SEC academic All-American. He also held leadership roles within the fraternity. And leadership roles within different organizations in the community. Let that sink in, man. That is a lot to do for a student athlete in the SEC. That is insane. For not only just a normal student to be handling all of that outside of excelling in a sport. I mean, that is a big time commitment. And then you add that he was a wide receiver coming out of high school. He played wide receiver for a year or two here at South Carolina. And then he had to learn a brand new position in cornerback. And he did it the right way. He sat, he learned, look at him now. He is projected as like a day two pick right now for the NFL draft. Correct. He didn't leave to a lower school to be a starting wide receiver. No, he said, I put trust into this program. I trust these guys. Okay. And that's I huge. Trust the coaching staff. And that's huge because a lot of people do not understand and they do not realize, man, it takes a lot, a lot in today's world 
to be that well-rounded, not only in the classroom, but on the field and also fighting off all the outside noises, which like you said, he never left. He could have left plenty of times, Mm -hmm. but he never left and showed you why he was that good of a player. Like I said earlier, like we have a guest that will be coming onto the podcast that will be talking about guys at the senior bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Darius Rush, he is one of those guys that he is keeping his eye out for. Correct. Because I'm telling and, you, uh, what when you start seeing his measurables and seeing what he's able to do, just wait. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We are nearing the end of this episode, but we still have a little bit left to go. So I don't know about you, but the next two days. Interesting. The next two days, some interesting things going on. I don't know about you, but I hear some things here and there that we might have a 2024 announcement from Wendell Gregory Mm. on Friday. There's somebody else out there, man. There's somebody else out there. And, and, And I think, once again, it's one of those things that these days go by and some things are revealed. That next episode is going to be kind of loaded, man. That's going to be a loaded episode. We got a lot to break down in that next one, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know, man, because uh, here in a day or two, we might be seeing a 2023 player. He might be committing to South Carolina here in a day or two. Yeah. You got that. And then there's a big fish out there too, man. Let's not forget. There's a a huge fish out there. Which if I'm looking at my time right now, in a couple hours, our coach is going to talk to this, this young man and, and then, like I said, that next episode is going to be loaded, man. That next Absolutely. episode is going to be loaded because that'll be coming off of that kid coming from his final official visit and some of the intel I'm sure we'll hear by that time. These next few weeks oh, are going to yes. get interesting, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So this brings us to the end of the episode. But wait, there's more. Okay. Oh, man. There's more? And I, oh, absolutely. Because from here on out, okay, we have our first ever named segment at the end of every episode. It is going to be called Around the Horseshoe. Mm. Okay. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, this is where we kind of give you a couple little updates a couple little news that is kind of happening here or there around south carolina athletics Mm, i like that and oh yeah yeah man around the horseshoe i don't know about you but Uh, that was uh, was nice that was a pretty good name i like that i I like that i like that man i'm a fan I mean, I might be in the works of uh, possibly doing a little special production for Around the Horseshoe, but that will be later on down the road. So for this episode of Around the Horseshoe, I have three things on the docket. The very first thing, Nicholas Harbor, his in-home visit with South Carolina is going on at 9 p.m. tonight. It is currently 7.56 that we are recording this. It it will be happening in a little over an hour tonight. Oh okay, man! So, oh yeah, man. I mean, I mean that is a big one. He is obviously the biggest target of the twenty twenty three class. Yes, sir. Our coaches will be there tonight, and I think it's something like I think Shane's bringing like seven coaches. Yes, sir. 
He's bringing us. I mean, he's bringing some of the staff with him. Bro, he's, he's bringing. I mean, he's bringing everybody. He is trying to bring the whole party with him. Bro, he's bringing everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So that is the first thing. The second thing, like we were just talking about, Wendell Gregory is committing at five thirty p.m. on Friday. Okay, so if you are a South Carolina recruiting fan, if you are excited about the twenty twenty four class be sure to tune in at 5 30 p.m on friday to watch wendell gregory's announcement and look we are we will never ruin a kid's moment so if we do know where a kid is leaning one way or another we would never say anything okay not our style not our style absolutely not no but what we will do because we want to keep it real with y'all we want to let y'all know what our opinions are. Okay. So we will never tell you if they're going to do something or if they're not, because we have seen many, many times in this recruiting world where all of the insiders are saying this player a is going to school a, and then when they announce and when they sign, they go to a completely different school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right now, with the information that we have, we feel good about it. Correct. It is our opinion. That kid can still announce for what, it, for wherever they want to go. Wherever they want to go. Okay. We are the wrong podcast to listen to if you are trying to see early where a kid is going. But we will keep it real, and we will tell you if we feel good, if we like our chances, so on and so forth. So with Wendell Gregory... I like our. I like it. I do like our chances. I like it. I do. I like it. Okay. I like it. If he does commit to South Carolina, a little sneak peek to episode three. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we will be breaking down Wendell Gregory and what kind of a player he is, like what we should be expecting from him. Mm-hmm. So that is a little sneak peek to episode three. If he announces, and if he doesn't, well, then I have to think of. A brand new topic. Okay. So there you go. And then the last thing on the around the horseshoe, not only does Shane Beamer bring in great coaches, he also lets them go. And one guy is special teams analyst Stanton Weber from Kansas State. Yeah. He has been on staff for the past two years. Big help. He Big help with limbo. Big help. Huge. Oh, look. Look, as a avid special teams guy, as I love special teams mm-hmm. with a passion, a little too much probably. I can tell you, and I can confirm with you that even Pete Limbo himself will tell you that Stanton Weber is a rising star in the coaching world. Okay, and this guy has been a huge help to Pete Limbo, a huge help. Mm-hmm. Okay, why are we bringing up Stanton Weber? That is because he has been hired as the full-time special team coordinator at Toledo. Mm -hmm. That's huge, man. So congratulations to him. That Pete Limbo tree is definitely rising above, Mm -hmm. man. Pete Limbo tree is getting getting some branches. Absolutely. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be watching a couple more Toledo games this year than I ever have. Correct. So See how this is going. (laughs) Let's see how this thing goes. I mean, we see what kind of special teams we have here at South Carolina. And now you're going to bring that to Toledo? I'm interested to see oh, how he's bro. gonna how he's gonna do it at Toledo. I think he's gonna do well, man. So we oh, definitely yeah, wish no, him absolutely. the best. Once a gamecock, always a gamecock. So 
Absolutely. So we are we are thankful for his time here, and, and I know he's going to do great things, man. I know he is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, guys. That wraps up episode two of the Welcome Home podcast. Yeah, yeah, man. Make sure y'all go follow us on the Welcome Home podcast mm-hmm. on Twitter and uh, follow your boy Q, follow your boy yep. Sin. We love to hear from you. Give us the feedback, man. We love it, man. Thank you all for the support again, man. We We can't do this without you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys. From me and from Q, adios. Adios.